0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Black Retreat. I am your host, Misha L. Hey. And this is my special guest, Derek Johnson. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. So- <laughs> hey, we're hey, we doing it. We are doing it. So I am so excited to have you. First of all, Derek, uh, I like to start the show okay. with how I met my guest. Yeah. <laughs> now, but the thing is, is that... I cannot remember meeting you. I I pop up in people's lives yeah. like
1: a <laughs> mythical creature.
0: That's Shut usually up. that's
1: usually what happens.
0: Like literally, we were just talking about it, and it was like we usually just were like in a group. We know school. the same group of
1: people. Yeah, exactly. And so when I go to that group, it's like, oh
0: hey, yeah. Mister, <laughs> like, what's
1: up? I
0: know you from know. the other time <laughs> we was
1: with some other people.
0: I know, and yeah. I always called you Derek, but like I know you go by DJ. It and even I'm like, anymore. no, like it's like who is DJ? That's Derek. Like, you know? <laughs> but no, I do know you've always been so kind and sweet, and I'm so glad okay. you agreed to be on here because Derek, which I'm finding out is like the podcast master. No, nah, I, mean, I wouldn't say a master. You, you have you have like 729 <laughs> podcasts. <you know? laughs> but the coolest thing is that. Okay, so I do. I want to talk about this. This episode is for me, y'all, because I'm I'm gonna get all this information about. She's this being podcast. so. She's being so much. So- nice. She's the host <laughs> of the podcast. Like this, I, I'm sure y'all will enjoy it too. But this is for me. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so first of all, okay, so you have sold podcasts. Yes, I
1: have sold two
0: podcasts. Okay, so like, what are the steps? That you would take to sell a podcast, or like, how do you get to the point of, like, okay, like, I'm ready to sell my podcast?
1: Well, for me, I would honestly say that uh, the way I sold two was by selling one. Okay. In my case. Mm. So, uh, Comic Con mm-hmm. was gonna start this thing called Comic Con Radio. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a friend who worked with him. Okay. And he told me. That they were looking for a podcast not that oh. i personally already had one okay and um when he said oh do you have any ideas i did what everyone should do and just lie say you have it <laughs> say yeah. you, you have everything sure. and just, just, it's is just ready to go <laughs> and then he's like oh, okay cool i think it was like i think it was like thursday mm. and he was like oh okay cool can you come in on uh on tuesday
0: yeah, I said,
1: yeah of course <laughs> why not of course. i'm gonna show you the, the bible all that stuff <laughs> yeah this is true i went directly home and um, one of my roommates, who's a, a producer, okay, he was like, "Oh, how you, I mean, he, I came inside just flustered, just like, oh man, what's wrong?" I was like, "Look, you, me, we're <laughs> going to the bar right now. I have the green flashcards. Yes. We're gonna go figure this out." He was like, I was like, "We're gonna pitch a podcast show that does not exist." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, in my case, that that relationship that I had with that person is what allowed mm. me to do that. Yeah. But to actually get it sold, it did take. A lot of hours of us and a couple sleepless nights to get it ready yeah. in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Number one thing I would always say is have a niche. So mm-hmm. the two podcasts I sold were Southern Senpais and they sold okay. them to Comic-Con Radio, which okay. is uh, owned by Spoiler Media. hmm So which Southern is a Senpais. big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of cool. yeah, a big bit. deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I went down to, I was at the San Diego Comic-Con
0: mm-hmm. this year. And you know what? I was going to ask for the people who don't know, could you explain what Comic-Con is? Uh, if you don't know what comic is, what, how do I explain it? Uh,
1: so it's where and you probably have seen it on TV, where all those where all those comic book nerds go, and they people are dressed up in what's called. Cosplay. So you're a nerd. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So 100%. you're admitting, it. Okay. Yeah. So nerd. We're gonna put it deep, out there. However you want to say yes. it. Yes. I love that because we make money in movies now, uh, so that's okay. cool. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's a large convention for comic books. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, uh, other media Mm and so the creators get to meet their fans and Mm -hmm. stuff like that uh the one in san diego is the largest in the world because it's Mm. the original one yeah Uh, you usually can't get in unless you know someone or you buy tickets within the first hour Mm. like a couple years ago, it was like a Beyonce concert. It's 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 three days. It's massive. Yeah, massive. Everyone's there. Name like Adult Swim's there, the pr- yeah. pr- pr- uh, uh, promoting their stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney's there. HBO's. That's because they can tr- uh, connect directly with their fans. Yeah, and people who usually go to Comic
0: Con, they don't spend money on anything else. Right. They're just <laughs> like here,
1: just just give me my money. <laughs> so you know the studios. Hell that's yeah. What <laughs>
0: Right? They be like, I've been waiting all year for this Comic Con yes. to come. So that, it seems like a really big deal. I've never been to one. You got to go. There's, there's one at uh, LA Comic Con mm. that's coming up. You got to go to that one. But I feel like I wouldn't know anything. I'm a very basic. It's the best time to go. You think so?
1: Yes. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't know anything about Comic Cons either mm. until uh, when I was in Tennessee. One of my friends was like, oh, I want to go to, I think it was called WonderCon yeah. in Tennessee.
0: And I was like, ah. I don't wanna <laughs> you, know. you weren't entered yeah. nerd prime yet. Yeah, you were like I'm just, I'm just starting you know, out. I, I I can't do that. I don't
1: know if I can publicly be you know. I don't know if I can you know, come out of the geek closet. I don't yeah. wanna wanna tell people that I that I like comic books this much. Yeah. But I went there and had such a great time and I didn't know going. anything. It's always good to go with people well, we should go. Yeah. We should go. I'm coming. And then uh I can show you everything. Yeah. It's, it's so much so much fun. You'll see tons of celebrities yeah and there's always, uh, tons of free stuff too No, oh, i love free things yeah so yes. <laughs> when i was trying to so the reason why i said this because they were down at san diego comic-con too mm. so when i was in there pitching they really want to know what your niche or your hook is yeah right and yeah. for southern senpais uh me and nicholas uh my co-hosts were both from the south
0: Okay, because yeah, you're from Tennessee. Yeah, I'm from yes. Tennessee. Represent 615, the borough.
1: Not Nashville, outside of Nashville. Oh, okay. I'm on the, I'm on the outskirts of Nashville. Just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, he's from Louisiana. Mm. So we were like, uh, what's popular? What do we like to watch? Yeah. Or what do we want to know more about? Yeah. And he was like, oh, you know, I like anime. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, we're both from the South, but like Japan in the South is completely different. Yeah. Nothing about it is the same. Mm. We saw this video, though, of like these Japanese people who really like Westerns.
0: Mm.
1: It's like a whole thing over there. They're like, they love watching Westerns. They love cowboys and stuff like that. So we were like, oh, what if southern japanese southern senpais yeah and that alliteration just kind of stuck we had like i think 20 different ideas on the note cards yeah and that was the one that made sense So yeah and i always tell people like i think it was either the greeks or the romans who did this where if you have an idea that's good i do not advocate getting intoxicated <laughs> <laughs> just yes clarify that do now that. Uh, uh, don't be of legal age <laughs> you know i do not endorse that uh, but, but <laughs> part of this particular process,
0: nobody real with it. Because y'all were at the bar. We were at you the know? bar.
1: It was like, okay, if it makes sense when you're drunk and when you're sober, yeah. it's a good idea.
0: Yes. You're right. So, yeah. yeah so,
1: um, we went with Southern empires, and then when I was in the room pitching it, um, I knew who my audience was yeah that was a really big thing absolutely you know i had this you got to have a really clear vision mm-hmm. um southern senpai's southern uh culture meets japanese culture. It's about two mm-hmm. southern guys exploring that japanese culture that's dope because it would be so foreign yeah and you know, watching anime talking about manga things like that yeah so then um i had already we had a different project that didn't take off called mm-hmm. film center okay. which was about entertainment news that didn't have to do with celebrities Studio mm. news, specifically. Mm. So, like, things that relate to people like us who are in the industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about how big Kim Kardashian's butt is. Yeah, no. All I know about the strike and when I'm getting paid yeah. and, like, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, why does Fast and the Furious have 10 movies, but Kung Fu Panda, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. And a it's lot of people do. It <laughs> only has, like, a couple of them. Yeah. What, who makes that decision and why? Yeah. Right? I uh, Fast
0: and Furious. Yeah. I, I think I stopped Furious. watching it, like, so
1: See so you watch Star Wars. I think most people last one they saw was like six or seven.
0: Whichever the one um, that Paul passed away, that was the last one I seven. saw. That's yeah, seven. okay, yeah. You want to know how I know that? <laughs> how?
1: Because I'm what they call action trash. It doesn't matter what it is, if it has action, I'm gonna see it. <laughs> I'm gonna see it.
0: I'm gonna see it. But you know, I do like action movies though. Yeah. But like sometimes people take it too far because I'm like, we. I just feel they like there was no need time. of it. <laughs> Remember Actually, the yeah, they went to space. I don't think anybody that I know went to see it, so I had no idea they were in spe- I, the I cars.
1: Yeah, yeah, they drove the car into space. You gotta, you gotta look it up. <laughs> hey, 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 after this, if you haven't seen it, look at it. It's a crazy. It's like in duct tape. They basically just duct tape this rocket
0: <laughs> to a
1: car. And Ludacris and Tyrese, they, they, just, they get on this, this jet, lifts them up, and then they just rocket up into space. And, like, Little Bow Wow has helped built it. Bow he, Wow was in it? I think it was. He was, the, he was the, yeah. I, no. Who was it? Was it was Little Romeo or Little Bow Wow
0: uh, who does the- In what multi-universe in Tokyo do we live in that Tyrese and Ludacris would be on a duct tape rocket ship driving cars in space?
1: I, I don't know. Something's wrong with this timeline we're in. Something's happening. Something's going on
0: and around here. <laughs> but if they had an 11, would you go see it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hope they go through time next time. And you are like, oh, we're going, we're in the 1800s. You know, stuff like that. I hope it's just crazy. I hope they go back and like, you know, kick, kick, you know, help out the slaves and stuff Shut. like that. And it's like, why are you freeing the slaves? It's like, family. Because the family free <laughs> freeing the slaves. <laughs> That's why we got to, we got to, we got to say it's because of family.
0: Shut the John Cena is his up. brother now. <laughs> Vin Diesel's John brother. Cena? Yeah.
1: John Cena is Vin Diesel's brother. Awesome. Awesome. I like, it's, 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 it's one of those movie franchises that you just, you just watch it, not expecting anything. There's something, I think, I think it's freeing. That's yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, I, being able to go into a movie and not being like, okay, let me judge this for yeah. her, like, how good it is.
0: Yeah, no, let me just, me just <laughs> let
1: me just just chill. Let
0: me just enjoy this. Yeah, that's how I feel about the Rush Hour franchise. It's literally oh, one of my favorites. Yes. All of them, perfect, perfect execution. Perfect rush I hope they make another one. Yeah, because I'll definitely be there. But that that is absolutely hilarious. But so okay, have a niche. Yes, and then what else? I have a niche. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: know your audience. So know my your audience niche mm-hmm. was um. It was a bit of a crossover. That's something that I like to do. And mm-hmm. for a lot of the projects that I do, I've noticed that that helps me get people's attention more. Absolutely. When it's not something that is foreign. That, like, don't be something that's – you say, oh, people are like, I want to be unique, unique, unique. Yeah. You really just need to stand out, which yeah. is different than being unique. Unique sure. is, like, something I have not seen before. You really need to stand out. Uh, people – know who southerners are
0: yeah
1: being japanese is yeah. not new either yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. but we do that cross like oh southern guy's gonna go check out japanese stuff it's like yeah. oh, okay that makes it stand out crossovers yeah so uh that specific niche was for southerners that like anime yeah right and they want is, there, to a, is it. there
0: many of y'all did you attract a lot. a lot of people yeah there's yep. a lot
1: uh so and we were like we're both from the south we like anime we'll see if anyone else does and yeah apparently, you know they do absolutely and then so then know your audience right mm-hmm. so since we were part of our audience we're like okay we know what we kind of want but yeah. that's not enough yeah you have to make sure that you ask around and get some you know do what they call market research yeah right you know just cuz you're especially when you're part of an audience you're like oh everyone thinks the same way i do yeah not true it's never like that. no not it's at never all like that.
0: but i feel like a lot of times you fi- you do find the people that are on the same level or think like you do mm-hmm. so because i think that one of my issues starting out i'm like oh well like you know the people around me kind of have different interests than i do but that really doesn't matter because right. once you start getting bigger you'll find the people that it works for exactly so which is scary cause don't, don't, great because don't 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 let that stop you the people in your inner circle because everybody's not on the same path so right. you know and
1: don't let other people's past interrupt your path
0: exactly yeah don't let it disturb disturb me right (laughs) but that's dope though yeah so So once you
1: know your audience too it's like i know i i told them exactly who i was going for yeah i knew what the vision was with my crossover Mm -hmm. i knew who my audience was and i also um i had to have some artwork and some things drawn up and like Mm -hmm. my like have a plan step-by-step yeah and stuff like that so um, I mean, it was a pitch. Yeah. They loved it. And then I, I pitched them Film Center, mm-hmm. which is the name of the other podcast. Okay. And um, that we originally shot a pilot for. I just tacked it on the end. Mm. And while I'm pitching, Nicholas looks at me. And he's like, we about?
0: did not not talk about no pilot at the bar. <laughs> right. He was like, this is not part of the plan, man.
1: But I was like, hey, they took one. Maybe they'll take a second. Yeah. Right. They already they. When you have an opportunity and someone's like, oh, okay, I like this i am going to give you this opportunity not that you should uh take it for granted yeah right but if you think it might be the right fit i mean they were looking for shows right so give me two shows mm-hmm. i did kind of regret that at first it's a lot of work well, yeah
0: <laughs> but i mean it's yeah. money
1: yeah but now now it's, it's doing pretty well yeah yeah
0: it, which is dope which is awesome yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah and it even led me to um making those two shows yeah selling them to spoiler media and comic radio Mm-hmm. Led me to getting uh helping other people with
0: podcasts. Yeah.
1: Um, I am producing Rich People's Business mm. that is done by Dana ha- uh, Haley, mm. who was uh, previously a writer for the Proud Family. Okay. And um Man, mm-hmm. Reggie Ballard. Oh. Yeah, he's wow. the co host. Yeah, from Martin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm producing their podcast.
0: That's dope. Yeah. Look at you. That's why I said you do like 179 things. I'm always like, doing something. That. I gotta get to that money, man. I can't go lie.
1: I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta get it. I know that's right. I gotta get it. I know that's Somebody right. Somebody had to have it, and I gotta have what Bull, they have. Because
0: you, let's see, podcast producer, you're a writer, yes. you're a director. Mm-hmm. So I saw on your long bio that you didn't send me. Because. <laughs> When I asked for a bio, he sent me like two sentences. He said I want a short bio. I I'm like, right, don't cool. don't play games with cool. me. Like, <laughs> He's like, you better you better send me that LinkedIn bio. <laughs> <laughs> it was like literally like two sentences. Okay, so, <laughs> so so tell me about what is this ducks? Was it a short about ducks? So
1: that was the first viral video I'd ever made. Okay, it was kind of what set my mindset to mm-hmm. what I do now. Okay, because a lot of creators they think. I think mostly about creation. Yeah. Right? Which, of course. Right? Because it's it's art. Yeah. Right? But it's called show business. hmm And in my mind, no one can sell you like you. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one knows your own in and outs like yourself. Yeah. You know, so back in 2015, I made this video about ducklings following me. And as of, what is it, I think the 18th of August? hmm 2023, if you still look on, go on Google and type in ducklings think I'm their mom, I'm the first one to come up. Mm. So, I made little backstory, little okay. backstory, just a little bit. Okay, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, I was working at Disney World at the time. Okay, uh, down in Florida, and I was about to be late to work. I was ran over some ducklings. I didn't. I drove over to the side. I swerved okay. so that way I didn't Don't hit them. Get us no, no, I didn't, I didn't want to hit them. So I, I swerved right, and then a oh. car was coming by. So I kind of hovered over them. Okay, right to protect them from the other car. And I was like, all right, cool, because I got to work. And They started following. me. Mm. And so I took a video of that, yeah. and I Put it on uh, Facebook, and I and just for just so everyone knows, they're fine. I got them adopted by uh, oh. by Animal Kingdom. I almost lost my job for that. That's oh. a whole other story.
0: But I yeah. kind of want to hear the story. Can we hear the story With or the, a snippet? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I first of
1: all, I like to say this. Oh man. Okay.
0: <laughs> I, I am a man. That does not take but, away from your manhood. But I hear Ducklings all. cry
1: that, that hit me.
0: Because mm. I was trying to leave
1: and they couldn't get up the steps where I was. So they started crying. You ever hear Duckling cry? No!
0: I didn't even know they cried. Bro, I didn't know they could
1: cry. Oh. I was like, oh, they'll be fine till I get back. And they was like, oh god. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Are you serious? they started crying? I was like,
0: I can't leave no i can't obviously I you have to like, take them home and
1: i was thinking to myself like i'm mm. really gonna stay i have to go to work in like an hour
0: yeah. <laughs> i would have been like i just quit i, I gotta go, go be a mother I called,
1: my, <laughs> uh, I called my roommate uh ben to come downstairs and bring me um just for ask for his help yeah uh and the, how i got stuck with him was because i was like oh i'll just call the animal shelter or something yeah they'll come take him they did they, they have animals right <clears throat> they were like oh no sorry that's the animal's natural habitat so you got to call the game warden for ducks whatever hey game warden come get these ducks he's like no i can't do that you got to talk the animal shelter animal shelter said no call back the game warden and we're running around in circles and then finally the game warden says you know what i can't take these ducklings up yeah so i said, why didn't
0: you, I would have had them on three way. Like, Why cause y'all ain't about to play like, games with me or these Dutch 20 minutes that ago. are now yeah, my come, children, come get these ducks. Yes. He goes,
1: all right, cool. But just before your warning, I'm going to arrest you when I get there for what? And he's like, well, I mean, that's how I had to take them. That's how I can acquire them because you, know, you had the possession of them. So I had to take them from your possession. No, I'll figure it out, sir. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I'm am sitting there, and one of our other neighbors had come out. They were crying very like when I was trying to leave. They were crying so loud, like some of my neighbors had come out and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" That's how loud they were crying when I would ever try. I would try to leave. So they brought me a, this little clear bin, and I put them in the bin, and I walked upstairs. And um, I was at I was at a Disney College Program at the time. Okay. So, I'm an intern.
0: Mm, oh, t- Meaning yeah. I really got to get to work. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> right? So,
1: uh, I was like, what if I just. I mean, I worked at Disney, <laughs> This Animal Kingdom, right? What if I just, like, you know, just, the- just, like give them? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? You know what I'm saying? And my friend Ben, my roommate Ben at the time, he was like, that's not going to work. And I was <laughs> like, You're, it's probably not. I got to do something. So, we uh, go over there, we drive over there, and. Um, and by the way, the only part of this that went viral was that first part yeah. when they were following me. Yeah. None of the rest of this went viral. I was
0: about to say, it, could, it probably would have if you would have recorded the rest of it. I did. No one cared oh. about the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> they just cared about, they just cared about they the said, first oh, one. They said, oh, get arrested. We don't care. Yeah.
1: So uh, we get there. To make a, uh, the, I'm going to try to shorten the story a little bit. Yeah. I was like carrying the ducklings onto the tram right they can take you because <laughs> i was like if i try to walk up there they're just gonna get me yeah right and just yeah. tell me to leave so the only way to get there was on the tram yeah <laughs> but we get there and the guy's like you can't bring those wild animals because they are wild animals. yeah like they're, they're ducklings right yeah so he's like they're local ducklings yeah you can't bring wild animals on this tram you don't have to just do that they, mm. they could have diseases or whatever yeah and i go look man i work here for disney all right i'm just trying to get to work bro and he's like you don't work work i was like, look, Here's my, work idea. <laughs> why would I bring these, just lied my ass up. Why would I bring these ducklings here? Yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to get the work. Well, can I please like, <laughs> I already talked to some guy named Jerry in the back. Okay. <laughs> you said I could do this. I work here. Why would I not be doing this? Said, I, would get, I would get fired yeah. if I was faking, if I was lying to you, he,
0: said, he goes, the manager, you're right.
1: And lets me on, gives me my own little personal tram in the back. My roommate Ben is with me. Ben is like, I cannot believe this is working. <laughs> we get up to the front. His manager is there, just doing a shift change. Yeah. I give her the exact same story. She carries him through security for me. Awesome, awesome. I think I'm, I think I'm about to get away with this. I'm like,
0: I. Am, this is I am. a sitcom.
1: <laughs> this, this is doing pretty well. Then, uh, interesting fact about Disney World: each park has a vice president, and then a president over all of them. Okay. This is the part
0: where I got fired. (laughs) (laughs) They said no, right? No. The vice president just
1: so happened to be there. I was like, "What is? What are the chances? This man has so much stuff to do." (laughs) I'm recording it, and as as he's walking out, he sees my phone, and he's like, "No, put your phone down. What is going on? You're just bringing wild animals." And I tried to tell him like, "Oh, you know, Jerry in the back, and
0: I work here." And he goes. That doesn't, make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? You said there's that, uh, nobody named Jerry here.
1: And then this is this is how I know this is how I know I had a guardian angel. You know, this, is, this, yeah. is, this is how I know God is real. Mm-hmm. There were some uh Brazilian or Argentinian uh, teenagers, mm-hmm. teenage girls. They saw the ducklings and just started crying, oh they're so cute, oh this and that, All the And their chaperone was like, oh, they want to know. What are you going? They talked to, to the vice president, right? They're like, Mr. what are you going to do with the ducklings? And the vice president is just like, There's a lot of them, yeah, right? And he he's just like, uh, uh. And I go, Disney's going to adopt these ducklings because they <laughs> don't have a mom. Isn't that right, sir? And the look he gave me, I kid you not, I was, I'm about to go home. I'm about to go home back to Tennessee. They're going to oh, fire me no. so bad. i would be banned from watching Disney movies. <laughs> this man about to fire me. The look he gave me. And he goes. That's right. <clears throat> and he had his little sister with him. He goes, like uh,
0: Carol, could you take
1: these things the back, please? And they're like, Oh, you're such a saint, Mr. Vice President.
0: And I was like, He's such a great guy. And he goes, me. You
1: come here. And, then,
0: and I was like, This
1: is it. All this other stuff was just for show. I'm about to get fired. What and did I, he say? I get to the back and uh, we get in this elevator. He gives uh, Carol. She leaves gives the ducklings yeah. else, and he goes did you touch any of them i was like well i mean kind of but i washed my hands he goes but you don't feel sick it's like no. "No." all right all right cool we get in this elevator we're going up the elevator and i'm like is that guy gonna fight me yeah <laughs> Cause, cause like we not talking at all and we get in the room and he says that took a lot of guts
0: yes it did. As
1: that he goes no one's ever done something like that to me in a very long time yeah so i'm gonna let you get away with this are you mm. gonna are you, do you work today i was like yeah he goes okay where do you work I was like a magic kingdom he called my boss told me it was okay it was gonna be late and then he's like yeah if we ever catch you doing anything like this that's it yeah you're gonna lift you off with a warning oh yeah So that video, I, um, so this is where the marketing part comes in. Yeah. video started doing well on Facebook. Yeah. I started sharing it with groups that liked animals, Mm -hmm. right? This is about knowing your audience. Yeah. Right. They're the ones who want to see it and share it the most. Right. Um, some of them were some mom groups, some of them were some animal rights groups, stuff like that. People who just like ducklings. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, when I saw it was starting a lot of views, I put it on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. Then that's when, and this is back in like 2015, 2016. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, Oh, you know what? I can get a lot more views on my YouTube video if I attach it to the Facebook groups I'm sharing. Yeah. Instead of just putting sharing my Facebook video.
0: Yeah, because then they'll click. Right.
1: Yeah. Start getting a lot of views. Yeah. And then, like within like a couple of days, it hit like five million. I was like, wow, wow. Dude, I'm getting a lot, of, and I didn't really know what I was doing. So yeah. I was like, I just want to find more people who like this video. Yeah. I didn't really care. That's all I cared about. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't know it could give me money at the time. Yeah, I was, I was like, about
0: oh. to say is like. <laughs> that's what i was gonna ask like did you know because it just seems like you were just kind of arbitrarily doing it but no
1: i just i just wanted to see numbers the money came yeah the, the only came when i sold it to Junkin media oh okay yeah uh but this was after i had already contacted like the weather channel mm-hmm. they have a contact form i was like i wonder if i could just put this on tv yeah
0: because like, I, I know they'd be stealing videos they do that anyway that's yeah. what i was thinking yeah
1: they, they want to steal stuff anyway yeah why don't you just give them my thing Right. right they played it on the uh, on the TV people were calling me from back home like dude you're like this is this <laughs> is the, your video <laughs> to this day some people still send me like when people send them my video yeah friends would be like oh, oh someone I know just sent me this video that's dope yeah and um, when I sold the junk in media and started getting some ad revenue yeah that's when I started to get some money from it mm, yeah. so that's when ads. I kind of learned like oh exactly yeah ads, right so that's how I was learning like oh okay really knowing your audience and really connecting with something that they like, Mm -hmm. that's where the money comes in. Yeah. I think that's also where, I mean, you know, there's a strike going on right now. Yeah. I think that's where the, right. (laughs) I think that's where some of the uh, disconnect with the studios are coming from when it comes between Mm -hmm. them and the audience. That's what writers and actors Actors. and and that's what their specialty is, is connecting with the audience. Exactly. Right. It's not just, I mean, there's this whole thing with AI, with a, but AI yeah. doesn't really care, right? It's just replicating. Exactly. Right.
0: Yeah. And that's creepy. Oh, it's. I think that's so creepy. creepy. I'm like, so the way I understand it is basically they're like, oh, we can take your likeness and just do what we want with it. Oh, it's worse than that. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Check this out. So
1: they want to pay you. Let's say um, um, you are at some agency, mm-hmm. right? You're going to be in some movie. doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. They want us to be able to say, Hey, I'm going to pay you once once some small fee just to use and I want you to uh, I'm gonna three D scan you. I'm gonna uh do an AI clone of your voice and uh-huh. use you as a background actor in perpetuity after I only give you like two hundred dollars. And every, yeah. And just do whatever I want with
0: it. Because just to have your face and body face body they don't they voice, don't even need you. Right. Yeah, oh the CG clone mm-hmm. of you
1: doing all the background actor work that for you possibly should be doing. hundreds of movies, which you should be getting paid for. If you only paid
0: that one time, Lord. And because they were trying, they're trying to do it for like the main actors too, like for uh pickups and stuff. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand how they don't understand why that's a ridiculous thing. They don't think they understand AI in the first place.
1: Yeah, I know that. Just because they they hear, like, oh, it saves money, and that's all they care about. Yeah. A lot of them don't really understand how AI works anyway. And on top of the fact, it's like, okay, do a 3D scan Mm -hmm. and a voice. All right, cool. You know, then the editors have to go back and work with the CGI to make those models look realistic. Yeah. Which is then going to cost you money again. Exactly. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you do that?
0: Because then, as a consumer, like, I feel like I would be able to tell, like, watching a show, like, that's not a real person, like,
1: which is weird. I don't You see CGI in movies and television today all the time. That's Exactly, bad, exactly. Right? And these are like main characters who yeah. have bad CGI. You think
0: they're gonna care about those background actors? No. No. Absolutely not. And it's gonna look terrible. And that's what I don't want. Because I'm like, I don't want something that's not real. If I wanna watch CGI, then I watch something CGI. Like right. I feel like I get to choose. But right. it's so it's just not fair to writers or actors.
1: No, and with the writers it's just like because AI is learning from their scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they're trying to prevent. And it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole thing. And hopefully it, uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> she was, oh she had to, she had to clear that her presence, was like, <laughs> defend her aura a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Get it out of Be here. gone. <laughs> Be gone from my space.
0: Literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Do you feel like you've been personally affected by the strike?
1: I personally have not been affected by the yeah. strike. Yeah. And part of that has been because
0: of podcast yeah so you're a, you're, not, yeah. you're a writer but you're not, well, not an tied to yeah
1: the wga so here's mm-hmm. my whole thing about the wga sga uh mm-hmm. the dga any union period iotse included
0: mm-hmm.
1: i my advice is always don't join until you have to mm, okay and don't, why is that so think about it like this um let's say that you just became sag eligible mm-hmm. okay you have the papers for it Finally. Yeah. Okay. When you cross over that barrier, anything you do is now SAG, right? Yeah. But all of your contacts are non-union. Okay. So you're not going to get any work because they do non-union work, but mm-hmm. you're union. I mean, you can't do that non-union stuff. Yeah. And if you don't have a good agent which uh, uh, not everyone has access to the best of agents and everyone has access to the best of managers, yeah. especially when they're first starting out. Yeah. Or just ag- agents, there are tons of SAG actors that don't have agents and managers yeah. and really grind themselves. Yeah. So when you don't have access to those, because if you're SAG, you're going against the A-listers and, and mm-hmm. B-listers and all these you know top level actors. Yeah. Right. They're going to choose them over you they mm-hmm. are that's the reality of it so you want to make sure you already have enough union contacts to where oh i'm going to get into those union projects these mm-hmm. sag eligible right now i believe it's um five to five sag projects mm. that is not enough networking to be able for you to say oh i know enough union people to get on to more union stuff exactly if you only know non-union projects and mm-hmm. that's where your wheelhouse is yeah right when you switch over to SAG, you, you're going to lose all this money. Yeah. And possibly that's what pays for your rent. Yeah. Possibly that's what pays to put gas in your car. Yeah. Right. So we, what you want is to have enough going on enough SAG projects to where SAG basically tells you, Hey, you have to join SAG now
0: mm-hmm. because yeah.
1: that means enough people are putting you in the union projects. To yeah. you're going to be there.
0: And they want, there's like a high demand for you Then Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. That's
1: the trick. Yeah. And I'm kind of in the same spot with the uh, the WGA um and so I've written some features, mm-hmm. written some television shows and stuff like that um in a couple that writer everything. rooms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I've worked with HBO. Disney? Yeah, I've done some stuff with HBO, I've done some, some stuff with Disney, with these people, um, Sony <laughs> uh, I think that. Like, literally, what haven't you done? That's. Um, like. Um, I don't know. I was a grip. <laughs> I, did, I did everything. <laughs> I did. I were too. you. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, Asylum was my first time. I worked with Asylum Studios. They were the first okay. people who. They hired me as a grip. Mm hmm. They were my. The first. That's actually not in the. Was that the first big studio that was the first i would say larger studio mm-hmm. where i was like yeah yeah i'm the key grip <laughs> yeah yeah because before i was like a pa yeah. or i was a writer's assistant and stuff. This was and explain, was like,
0: explain to the people what a grip is
1: so a grip is the person who sets up um they don't work with the lights exactly because mm-hmm. those are the electricians yeah but they set up all these c stands and all the wiring and they mm-hmm. help with the rigging to put that stuff up there yeah right? so um yeah i was the key grip so I had grips under me, It's very important and I was grip, telling them what the to do. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I need this uh, over there, please. I need shut up. I need this combo up
0: right now." Bro. And do what I said, because right. I'm the key grip. I'm the key I'm grip. Very important. Yeah, <laughs> in this movie. Was, <laughs> was that your first job out in LA? No, my first job, my first
1: legit job out mm-hmm. in LA was. Um, Oh, actually, I would say that was my my second studio job. Mm-hmm. My first big, I would say, actual studio job. Yeah. I was running C camera for a uh, Duke Media. Mm-hmm. So Bill okay. Duke, he was doing a documentary, uh-huh. and I had to be his uh, C cameraman. Th- and that how did how awesome. did we
0: get that job? That one came
1: from. I mean, <clears throat> when they talk about networking, yeah, that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah,
1: his assistant at the time um, knew me and knew that I was. Doing everything. Yeah. I mean I'm an everything guy. Yeah. I'm an everything guy. I like I g I gotta know how to everything, do everything. guys
0: are very important. Right. The so more he, you
1: know. He's like, I need a guy who knows how to uh you could run Cam but also might have to do other things like um DP a little bit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. not he was like, Oh, called DJ, gave me a shot. Yeah.
0: The rest is history. Mm. Yeah. And you've just been doing all the things I, since I tried. That's right. Okay, out of all the things that you've done, what has been your favorite? Mm. So far. Um, that's a really good question. Is you stumped me is. with that one. No. Nope. <laughs> um,
1: I would say one of the coolest things. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say the favorite. My God. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> take your time. Okay. I'll, I'll, I got to split it in two.
1: Okay. I'll say the coolest thing. My, my coolest moment that I have. And then I guess one thing, a favorite thing that I've done. Okay. Okay, so the coolest thing to me personally, Ryan Coogler is a big hero. Mm-hmm. Of mine. And Ryan you Coogler met him? Awesome. I've met him several times. Yes, now, several. No, what's well, se- up? Two.
0: Uh, that's not, <laughs> we're not friends. He does not like
1: text me and stuff like that. I met him twice, but it was really cool because I um, was voting for the Spirit Awards. Okay. And uh, I was a voter for the Spirit Awards. Black mm-hmm. Panther was up for mm-hmm. Spirit Awards, mm-hmm. and. Uh, at the time, you know, Black Panther just came out, so there is no Black Panther two. Yeah, right. There's not even on the radar. Yeah, right. And a whole bunch of man, a whole bunch of people in there were asking voters were asking stupid questions. What? <laughs> they was being stupid. They was like, "When's Black Panther two coming out?" Hey, li- they were asking a whole bunch of stuff that he couldn't possibly say. Like, "Hey, how much did Disney personally pay you?"
0: These voters, <sighs> you sound I'm sorry. so personally offended. They were. Like, i was <laughs> like, yeah. The
1: way tonight, you raised stuff. <laughs> Because once again, well, what did you movie, ask? I was like, "This is a comic movie. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to ask some real stuff." So what did you ask? Me personally, I was like, "Uh, <clears throat> me in the back," and Ryan was like, I, "Cause I, I, wore, uh, or one of my favorite jackets. It's like shiny, so I knew he was gonna call go me <laughs> eventually. You gotta strategize shiny. to win, exactly." <laughs> so uh, I was like, "Well, I liked how you made uh, Man-Ape into Umbaku. See, in the comics, Man-Ape mm. is a black guy in a giant gorilla suit." Oh, oh yeah um, <clears throat> we wouldn't dare yeah exactly
0: mm, and, oh, he, and i love umbaku
1: yeah umbaku's old. Mm. <laughs> uh. he's a favorite uh, yeah to a lot mm-hmm. of people no. <laughs> mm. so i was like i like how you took a character that was traditionally kind of racist mm, and yeah. changed into someone who's completely lovable yeah right and i was like and you know he was like oh thanks you know i appreciate it yeah so then i was like yeah so how come this such thing is shadow physics there and he's like i don't even what is that i was like well you see i <laughs> my glasses
0: i'm like what well, is you, that well, you see you
1: know there's the nerd me came game i was like
0: well you see uh
1: it's a mix between you know, uh magic and science and that's what makes wakanda powerful not vibranium technically he's <laughs> like this is true he was like I didn't even know that. I was like, "Oh, made the made the black Panther movie, but didn't know that." Okay, you so they give me a job, right, right? Right, You know, I'm trying to flex. I'm trying to flex. So, With your jacket, right? So what made that really cool experience for me was because the second time I saw him mm-hmm. at the African American uh, Film Critics Association uh, Association Awards, um, he remembered me
0: oh. from that time,
1: and that's how I got. Pic, uh, that selfie with him. Duh. Yes. everywhere. Yes. I was like, oh, do you remember me? And now he was like, oh, no, because I meet a lot of people. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> I was that guy who asked about that shadow thing. He was like, oh. He turned to someone and goes, hey, this is that guy that asked that, like, really weird question. And I was like,
0: yeah. Said, I went home and me. told the boys about it. He was it. like,
1: bro, this guy. <laughs> he was I was, like, I was like, can we take a picture? Like, oh, yeah, we can take a picture. I was like, this
0: is, yeah, this is cool. He said, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, that and, is cool. And then I would have to say one of my uh, favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked in, uh, I just recently left uh, a development company. at okay. found mm-hmm. Hot Pot Productions. Yes. Yeah. So when I was developing one of my shows called Blood Related mm-hmm. for Hot Pot Productions and working with them, that was, I would say... One of my favorite things i've done up until now mainly because i got to see so much of behind the scenes i don't usually get to see okay i'm a person who i gotta know everything that's yeah. why i do so much stuff it's because i just gotta know I, i'm a, yeah. a hungry for knowledge yeah right? i got to meet um so many different showrunners. Mm-hmm. to and so many different producers working with them yeah and then i really got to see what it takes to make a show go from an idea to mm-hmm. something that's successful I and to me it. personally that is more valuable than any one set that I've been on. Yeah, knowing the process of actually making it. Yeah, to me was, was just so it was just so invaluable.
0: Yeah, because I love being on set. It's my favorite thing. Like see, like seeing it, yeah. come to fruition. I'm like, oh, this is this is what we work for. Dope. Like, exactly. Like, this, yeah. this, is, this is the pinnacle right here. Yeah, but that's good though, and especially because you've done. So many different things. The fact that you can even narrow it down, but like in I'm, that <laughs> it's because I gotta do everything. I have yes. to do yeah. But in that, is there anything that you still want to do that you haven't done?
1: Um Yeah, actually. There's so transmedia is a thing that's it's mm-hmm. not new exactly. Yeah. But it's kind of bigger and it's up and coming. I think there's going to be, like, it was it was a buzzword, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah. But it was just that, just a buzzword.
0: Yeah. We just, had a class, transmedia class. Yeah, you know, there's a transmedia class, and, like, yeah. some people don't really know
1: exactly what to do with it just yet. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of have my own company that does that, mm-hmm. that helps people, uh, that uses transmedia to help grow other people's yeah. ideas and things like that.
0: And transmedia is basically when it's, like, different things from the same... IP? Yes. It's
1: a little bit different than that. Okay. So um, the best way okay, the best way to think no. about an IP <laughs> is to think of it like a house. Okay. okay. So uh, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Both of my podcasts are now on the radio. Mm-hmm. They're with uh, KH uh, TS Radio. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. <laughs> 98.1. Shout out hall. to Oh, come on, 98.1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 98.1 <laughs> you better plug it. <laughs> but, um, so i think of the uh, I'll use certain the senpais i think of them as a house right
0: mm-hmm.
1: how do you make a house worth more you add stuff to it okay right so transmedia is not about transferring everyone knows a book is turned to a movie yeah we've been doing that for years mm-hmm. right but this is more like i take one story and i tell it across a larger medium mm-hmm. right people usually use star wars when i'm talking about transmedia okay because it's actually one story right yeah the story of anakin skywalker but it's told through books and tv and Mm -hmm. video games like harry potter right like harry potter Uh too, but it's all one story okay you get it so it's one thing that's being transferred it's like a a, um it's not a retelling it's in addition to okay you know what i'm saying uh i'll give you an example Mm -hmm. when it comes to jaws jaws was a book and then it was a movie Mm -hmm. mm-hmm let's that's little old school, you yes, know what I'm saying, yes. but still an old school movie. Yeah. Um, How old are you? <laughs>
0: I'm secretly 85. That's the trick, actually. I'm secretly 85
1: years old. <laughs> I go to the Academy Museum so often. I'm yeah. sober old. Yeah. I love all that old yeah. stuff. And elder. Um, yeah. <laughs> but to take a book and turn it into a movie, it's mm-hmm. more like making a copy of a house and putting it in a different suburb. Transmedia okay. is more like adding to the same house. Mm-hmm. So... Instead of just copying that house over, mm-hmm. if I have Southern Senpai's the podcast, mm-hmm. then I'm going to give it a backyard and expand up the backyard and put a, sunro- a sunroom next to it, mm-hmm. attach a sunroom to the house by making the radio show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You feel me? Yeah. Then once you make the radio show, it's like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to add another story to my house by making a, a novel based off of the host for some reason. right? Okay. Now it's a novel series. Yeah. Then I can do add um, then I might add an in-ground pool Mm -hmm. by making a visual novel, which is part game and part novel.
0: Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we have to make a game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) like Games are awesome. People love that kind of stuff.
1: And visual novels are half game, half novel, where they're not super expensive to make. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that transmedia costs tons of money. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of different ways to save money while still expanding. Mm -hmm. And it's this lack of knowledge that Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't really understand. This is something that they did to the MCU, like, mm. the first arc of the MCU. Yeah. Right? Now, comics have been around long before mm-hmm. that came out. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's something that I talked about. One of my uh, writing mentors, his name's Kevin DeNova. Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> shout out Quick Kevin. shout out to Kevin. Because Kevin taught me the, uh, one of the best writing uh, uh, lessons he taught me was this between mm. a good script and a bad script. Mm. People like, oh, how do I write? How do I write? How do I write? How do I make it better? Yeah. That's what you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. But he was one of the, um, he helped... Plan out that arc. And that's mm-hmm. as far as I'll say yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, give me the tea. <laughs> they get NDAs in this town. Yeah. <laughs> they get yeah. NDAs in this
0: town. Well, at least he, uh, at least you know. Yeah. Um, I- yeah. I'll, I'll say that. But yeah.
1: you know, I, as far as I'll go. Yeah. But um, he was one of the ones who was telling me like, oh. This is what they do, mm-hmm. right? And so I took some of that knowledge that Kevin gave me, um, not about not from from Marvel or nothing like that, but mm-hmm. just like how to really structure and build a story,
0: yeah.
1: right, in such a way that it has room to grow. Like when people talk about TV shows and titles, mm-hmm. like they like when they had to ask, does it have legs? They want to know how far it can go, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. There are certain ways that you can build stories and properties, and even if it doesn't have legs, to give it legs, yeah, right, yeah. So I took that knowledge that he gave me was storytelling. And then I took the knowledge that I had um, working in development companies, mm-hmm. right? To then, oh, it's not a story bible. Everyone knows the story bible is. Yeah. Now, a lot of people know what a transmedia blueprint is,
0: mm. or even
1: how to make it. Mm-hmm. I personally, I went. I had to go uh, find some colleges to teach me how to do this. Mm. I went back to school yeah. while we were in school after yeah. after we graduated. Yeah, I went back to school when I was in a development company. Where'd you go? Um, there at uh, South uh, South Wales in Australia. Mm. I took it online. What you mean?
0: I was about to say, wait.
1: No, uh, 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 no, no, no. Hey, hey, if you're watching this, I did not have the bills to go out to Australia and just be I was like, Oh to say, did you just go to Australia come- No, no. So I audited. Funny. <laughs> you were correct. That's How why did you found this school um, and all the schools. That's because I just I just started asking around. There's transmedia uh, mm-hmm. books. Yeah, in the library, this they're very not that they're rare. Just that they're not written that often. Yeah, it's not a popular I subject. I should.
0: Yeah. I should. Because you also, what, had a publishing company? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be here all night. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I
1: did, actually, before I came out to L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I sold that publishing company to get some money to to come out here. Yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. And now that, and I feel like Transmedia, the Transmedia company I'm going to be starting. Yeah. uh, It's called Soy Sauce, Soy Sauce Medias. So... That like it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have the I have my little soy sauce logo and everything like that. I'm surprised you know that I'm name
0: isn't taken. So was I. Yeah. It's so obvious. Yeah. Like
1: it's very, very obvious. I was yeah. like, yeah, someone has this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's free? No way. You You said
0: God left it for me personally. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love that name. So, you know,
1: I wanna take all those experiences and make it into something uh, bigger. Yeah. Um, there is a especially as African-Americans, yeah. I feel like what we lack the most when it comes to the entertainment industry is just the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And especially in this modern world where, and I have a little prediction going on mm-hmm. in which I'm like, eventually studios are going to be overtaken by independent creators just because yeah. studios, their main job is to distribute and market. But yeah. you really do a lot of stuff yourself nowadays. Yeah. Now the difference between them and you is that they have a lot of money Yeah. and they also have A-list people. Right. But yes. why do they choose a listers why? Because they have followers. Yeah. You only you go to the movie to see the rock and a lot of people do cause they like the rock. Yeah. But if you have billions of followers on YouTube yeah, and on Instagram, cause I work with some influencers who are like really, who have millions of followers on yeah. Instagram and stuff like that. When they go out and do stuff, they bring tons of people too.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right
1: they might not be popular it's popular right they might not be studio A-list but they have just as many people who follow them Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Yeah. so it's like they can kind of do some of that stuff themselves Mm -hmm. so then it's like what they're missing is the structure that the studio gives
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and since transmedia is still kind of growing
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm like okay cool I want to have a company that helps you know uh, people like us yeah uh by showing that blueprint and showing really how to get it done yeah. you know what i'm saying uh we talked a little bit uh, earlier about selling yeah right mm-hmm. so niche audience and then to be fair those are hard yeah right i always put this extra step in there cuz everyone goes oh then you execute then you just when you go get the the equipment and mm-hmm. as we no what prior the- to that you need to make an mvp what is that? What do you mean as far as MVP? Yeah, so it's not most viable player. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's I'm like, what is it? Yeah. It's uh, it's a minimal viable product. Mm, and what you make a yeah. smaller version of what you want to see if it even works in the first place? Mm-hmm. So it basically has your core functions of what you want. For example, if I want to build a motorcycle, mm-hmm. I want to make a motorcycle company. Excuse yeah. me before I spend all the money building it up right before I waste all, all the money and time and the efforts and all that stuff, I want to see if people actually like it just cause mm-hmm. my friends tell me it's good. And people who I talk to tells me it's good doesn't mean I'm gonna know it's going to work. Yeah. So what I can do instead of making an entire motorcycle company, mm-hmm. right? I can just try to sell a motorcycle, mm-hmm. just get into, getting into the motorcycle game, just yeah. try to sell a couple motorcycles with my own style and brand that I'm going to put into my company. Mm-hmm. Right? If you sell, Three or four motorcycles. You're like, oh, okay, with this, with your brand on it. And mm-hmm. all, so you're like, oh, okay, it was a lot cheaper to a have three motorcycles than a giant motorcycle company that makes motorcycles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but it also gives you uh clarification in what they might like. It gives you customer um customer advice mm-hmm. before you even make your brand. That yeah. could be invaluable information.
0: It's like a um. What is it? Um, That's when when um, there's like a small group of people that like experiment it's like a trial. Yeah, yeah. There's a word for it though. Ah, it's gonna drive me nuts. I can't think. You're gonna be thinking it about it. What's gonna happen? We're gonna leave
1: here, and then you're gonna remember. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Dang what it. it. Was. Whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. You wanna make an MVP? Cool. Right? Yeah. Right. Actually, actually, mm-hmm. um, make an MVP a minimal viable product. It, okay. Right. So then once that can, and also can validate your idea that people actually want to buy it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> so once it's just right. And you can even start giving you some seed money depending on how you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I don't need to run a, uh, 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 you know, beer distillery. Yeah. But if I know how to brew at home, I sell a little couple home brews first and then people mm-hmm. like it. Now I have a little seed money Yeah. and it validates my, my business model. Stuff yeah. like that. Then that's when you go out and buy the bigger equipment. Mm-hmm. And then this is the, you got to stick the landing part, mm-hmm. the execution. If yeah. you don't know how to do something, go find someone who does. Mm. Yes. Go find someone who does. Yeah. Right? And a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'll just get my friends and family to do it for free. Me, personally, I, I w- did not start off by giving them lots of money, but I gave them what I could give
0: them. Yeah. I was about to say, typically, there's always somebody in your budget right. that's
1: willing to help
0: most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time.
1: And if there's not someone... That has to be you.
0: Yeah. It has just, to be
1: you. <laughs> gotta,
0: gotta, gotta be you. Unfortunately. Be, but but sometimes you when you start off alone, the people will come. So mm-hmm. it definitely is worth it. Most definitely. Yeah.
1: So, you know, when you're going through the execution part, so when it comes to like podcasts, for yeah. example, I... Honestly, I did not have a lot of execution experience mm-hmm. with podcasts. Yeah. So what I do, I went through my Rolodex. I'm like, has anyone done this before? Yeah. Done this before? <laughs> they just, we let me do this podcast. Yeah. And I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone, someone, someone help a brother. Yeah. And, um, I had some friends in the industry who were like, Oh, we've kind of done this before. Mm. And so, uh, they gave me some advice and things like that also the internet was a really great help yeah when it came down to choosing <laughs> things that were within my budget
0: yeah shout out to youtube shout out to youtube <laughs> youtube university because uh, exactly uh. <laughs> like a lot of them were like oh you want to get this kind of
1: these kind of mics and this kind of setup and, that, and i was like oh, i can't afford that yeah so youtube which one is the cheapest alternative yes right? <laughs> to exactly. the things that they are saying mm-hmm. so um then partnering up with them mm-hmm. i was able to then launched my first couple episodes. I Mm -hmm. did have a caveat with Spoiler Media. Okay. So it wasn't all like daisies and stuff like that, right? (laughs) Like everything. I had no, I I mean, I'd done movie guy, Mm -hmm. movie and television, right? Yeah. Writer, director. So I didn't really have a lot of experience being a podcast producer, and Mm -hmm. they knew that. Yeah. So that meant that they were like, well, you have to show us that you can actually make these podcasts happen. We're not just going to let you in. Yeah, because who knows you? Like, right, like <laughs> and they're like, you better be known over there, not I yeah. in the podcast world. Yeah. Who is this guy? Yeah, so uh, the caveat was they were like, okay, you need to make three episodes mm. completed by X time, and they better be good when you deliver them, yeah, and then then we'll move forward from there. Mm. Uh, and Nervous. I mean, no, when you give me a challenge, I'm like, what you say. <laughs>
0: you don't you said, do on don't, yeah, don't play yeah. games with me you gotta, you gotta have the swagger <laughs> all that fear that's when yeah. when you get back
1: in the car and you're yeah. alone <laughs>
0: and you was in like, that room like yeah mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and plus i sold them two shows yeah which means i need to have six and not three <sighs> by this day <laughs>
0: I would have been. <laughs> shaking in I was my like, boots. Nope. Yeah. Cool.
1: And then I, I I kid you not I was I was texting my uh, my uh, one of my friends walking out of it like, holy shit, <laughs> I need your help so bad, bro. <laughs> Call me in like thirty minutes. Not right now. Yeah, not right now. I don't want to break down right now. But in thirty minutes I'll be back in my car. Yeah. And will let it out there. Yeah, and I freak out there. And you <laughs> meet right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. me at the bar. Right, exactly. Meet me at the bar or something. Right. So mm-hmm. um, you know it's about finding those people who can help you execute. Yeah. And now I've been in the game long enough to where I know how to do everything myself. Yeah. Uh, I would give a lot of people, people, a lot of people who are starting, just put it out there. Yeah. A lot of times you don't know what your audience does and does not like until mm-hmm. they can experience it.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll give you an example with Film Center. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing studio news. Okay. Right. That's what we focus on. <laughs> not a lot of celebrity stuff, straight up studio stuff, stuff that's for the entertainment industry and people mm-hmm. in the industry specifically. That's our audience. Yeah. Right. Um, we thought they just wanted to know a lot of access stuff about things that are going on, mm-hmm. but we found that our audience likes it when we talk a lot about numbers. Okay, yeah. For example, when we um, I brought Kung Fu Panda and Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Earlier. That is actually a segment that we did. Why does Kung Fu Panda only have a couple? I mean, Kung Fu Panda, a lot of people like it, makes yeah. it so much money. Why is there only a couple of these and a lot of Fast and the Furious? Because then we're talking about quality versus quantity. Yeah right? Mm-hmm. However, Fast and the Furious, uh, I believe Fast and Furious 9, was something that made like $34 million in mm-hmm. DVD sales. Not the box office, the DVD sales. That is more than some movies' budgets, right? Yeah. In a time in which people don't buy and DVDs. I
0: was about to say, in
1: DVDs? Right, exactly. When the ninth is. one? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So it's like, why, why do these movies make so much money? Why and is who this? is buying these DVDs? Exactly, exactly. So this is something that we found, um, that our audience would like when we added numbers to them, mm-hmm. we're breaking down these interesting things that the rap isn't talking about. Yeah. Right. That other, um, you know, entertainment trades are skipping over. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they've been around for so long, they have so many connections with different people. They can't talk about certain things Right. break down stuff
0: like that. Yeah.
1: Right. And we found out when we're bringing them real actual numbers and facts that once you listen to our podcast, you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to go look this up. Yeah. Right. You know, we tell you where we get our stuff from. Oh, mm-hmm. and just for example, I got uh, that $34 million from the numbers.com.
0: Mm, okay. Right?
1: So, and the, uh, By the Numbers is a website that tracks how much money movies make
0: mm-hmm. DVD sales,
1: internationally, domestically, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, we kind of empower by giving these numbers and telling you where we're getting this information from. We also empower our listeners yeah. to get the knowledge themselves. Yeah, to do
0: it themselves. Yeah. And so,
1: that's something that we, because at first we were kind of like, this is true. Mm-hmm. It's called Film Center because it was originally a ripoff of Sports Center. Oh, this is, that's true.
0: Oh, yeah. Not, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's clever. Yeah. We were watching
1: uh, the LSU versus FSU game. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I was like, oh, be, um, it was some, it was some, yeah, it was a Sports Center uh, coverage of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we should talk about movies this way. Yeah. Right. Numbers and things like
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: But we didn't do it a lot at first. But then we found out that's really what our audience wanted. So that's mm-hmm. what we were, all the way with it
0: yeah yeah yeah, that's nice
1: yeah so then i love that execution making sure you're surrounding yourself with people who know how to do it Mm -hmm. absolutely
0: very important Uh, this has been very insightful yeah (laughs) and i just love having you here it's fun to be here so our next little segment i am going to ask you 10 rapid questions oh god (laughs) (laughs) now (laughs) these questions are random okay so let me see Favorite superhero? Iron Man. Mm. Would you prefer super strength or invisibility? Ooh, super strength. What's the best compliment you've ever gotten?
1: Uh you're not like everybody else because you're an idiot. <laughs> it is. It is. That's I was fine. too I was too stupid to not try. Yeah. Oh,
0: that that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Black Panther 1 or 2?
1: Uh, the, the first one.
0: Okay. What's the first comic book you ever read?
1: Uh, the Hulk issue one, the original one, where he's gray. Ooh. Hulk is really gray.
0: Okay. What TV show has won the most Emmys of all time? Was that a surprise?
1: I don't know.
0: You know what's so crazy? When you came in here today, you were talking about it. And I was like, that's so funny. I actually Googled it. It's Saturday Night Live. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was going to be sick. It's so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also you like. Know? It's like it is, but it isn't. Okay. Been for forty years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Favorite board game. Uh, life. DC or Marvel. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Marvel. Okay. You sure? Yes. <laughs> okay. Explain your preference of Japanese animation over American in five words or less.
1: Storytelling structure.
0: Okay. Last question in season four episode one of the boondocks when riley throws the chair to distract the angry mob what two words did a random man in the crowd say that incited the fight (laughs) i'm (laughs) mad i don't know know, yo that was no that was yeah my man <laughs> they just start fighting. that literally killed me in oh this my whole gosh. alabama brawl oh, has, oh. my gosh oh, my mom is from alabama she really? loves all
1: these memes that are
0: happening i know my parents are i'm like we were sharing them as a family yeah. good on them Ooh. okay so my final two questions that i ask every one of my guests okay the first one what is your personal motto I
1: am not a result of what's happened to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I am a result of who I choose to be.
0: Amen. That is, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you could teach a master class on anything, what would it be?
1: I would teach a master class on discipline. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people seek the motivation to uh, be brave to do stuff. Mm-hmm. But really, they should seek the discipline to be unwavering.
0: Mm-hmm. Because when
1: your motivation fails, your yeah. discipline will keep you up and doing
0: yeah.
1: it. Yep. Yeah. Because your motivation, oh, I feel like I'm doing it today. I don't feel like doing it today. I do yeah. feel like doing it. discipline, it's going to happen. Yep. I'm doing it anyway.
0: No matter what. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. I absolutely loved having you here. So much yeah. fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Disclaimer. disclaimer. <laughs> we haven't been able to talk in a minute. I
0: know. So this is awesome. This, this is awesome. And I was like, I can't even remember the last like full conversation we had. It's been too like, long. It has entirely been Way too long. Too but long. we're gonna go to Comic Con together. Yes. So
1: yes. Yes. Hey, check us out at Comic Con. Yes. Be there.
0: And y'all know I TikTok everything. So yeah, um when yeah. is it? Um,
1: it's in December. December first to third. Uh, tickets are on sale uh, now. The, okay. The early bird tickets, so twenty percent off right now. All
0: right. How much are the tickets?
1: Uh, with the twenty percent off, I think they're like
0: fifty bucks. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I'll, I'll go
1: on this adventure with you. I actually bought mine as soon as they they, they went up. I always, I always, did. I always do that. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I missed uh uh I missed it one year because tickets sold out, and I was like, you know, I will never happen again. Okay. <laughs>
0: I was gonna <laughs> say I'm gonna have
1: to check and see if they sold out or not. Hell. No, this should this I have no idea. It was yeah. right after the pandemic. Okay. That's because everyone's going to be out and doing stuff. Yeah. Right? When it was able to come back. And yeah. Stuff like that. So I think that's why it sold out that year.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see about this year. We'll Steve. see. They still- yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming, Derek. It's been so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate you having you and I will see you all on the next episode of the Black see Retreat. See you on the next episode.
1: <laughs> you better tune in. I'm going to know if you don't tune in. I'm going to find you. We don't
0: find you. (laughs) All right, bye you